It's time for Take 10, and we're delighted to bring this to you every week with Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on caregiving as well. And with us for Carol Zerniel, who is on special assignment, <laughs> Tina Smith is filling in, and uh, I'm Ron Aaron. So, Dr. Heisman, I've heard a lot of late about mindfulness, and coupled with that, I hear people talking about uh, something called the science of positive psychology. Is that a real thing? It is a real thing, Ron. As a matter of fact, hi, Tina. I'm so glad you're on the show, too. Um, It's been a long time, but to your point, Ron, positive psychology has been around for 30, maybe 40 years. Um, It started with a gentleman who I actually had the pleasure of connecting with about that many years ago, 30 years ago. His name is Dr. Martin Seligman. And Dr. Martin Seligman created the concept of positive psychology. And there were actual research centers around the country. They did some very good evidence-based research. I got to tip my hat to them. And their training and education programs and dissemination of this research was all about, you know, resilience. It was about grit. It was really about the scientific study of um, the strengths that enable individuals to continue to thrive. And it sounds like some Pollyanna sort of thing. Let's smile. Let's just have a good time. Let's, you know, hang around the campfire. But there was real science and and real studies that um, are part of it. And in the real industry called positive psychology, which is part of our world, our clinical world. And for folks who are uh, interested in it, is it just making a rebound, everything that was here comes around, or has it always been here under the surface? It's been under the surface. It's literally the building of resilience. It certainly is looking at the world through positivity, you know, uh, which we, we always say, you know, assume positive intent and the world changes for you. I did a, a presentation today for well-med patients, and, and I really believe in that, and I believe in telling my daughter that. You always assume positive intent, your whole world opens up. But then they ask, well, then when do you get away from somebody? I said, well, over time, even if you have positive intent, you'll start seeing this kind of behavior that will repel you, or negative behavior. That's when you want to get the heck away. So like, you can figure this out, these are the gut, but positive psychology is literally um, a powerful approach. There are a network of psychologists and social workers, actually, who have studied under disciples of Dr. Seligman. And today, if you go to like the University of Pennsylvania, you're going to see that there's actually a center there. And Dr. Seligman is still alive, by the way, and his colleagues huh. are still promoting it. And, and Tina, what do you think? Well, I, th- I think there's a lot of to you know the the positive thinking approach, and it doesn't mean you know when you say positive thinking, like Dr. Jamie said, you know the the rose colored glasses and all of that. It's not always being happy, always being on. But it's not, I, I guess I, I look at it more as, you know, not focusing and just having the negative just overshadow everything. And I, I think that's that's so important, you know, to acknowledge your feelings and to, you know, admit that they're there. And like I said, to acknowledge, but, uh, um, but not let that just overshadow everything that's, that's going on, because that can weigh heavy on a person. I think that can be hard, but that's sometimes that's hard to do. It's hard to come around to that way of thinking when you've got just so much on your shoulders or, you know, so much going on, especially, especially now, um, you know, when we're all stuck at home and, and, you know, have extra, extra burdens maybe uh, happening. In fact, Dr. Jamie, your ears probably burn every week when we bring you up with this topic, uh, talking about, uh, we have often told caregivers don't isolate get out get involved see people and now we're telling him don't go out stay home 
protect yourself from COVID-19, and, and they then are bombarded with all these negative inputs like life-threatening virus. I agree, Ron, and, and I think that this is the key message that we need to kind of keep hitting home here, and you've heard it from me way, way too much, but I don't think we can say it enough, is that we confuse the social distancing for this reclusive emotional isolation. And people need not do that. There are CDC guidelines, and, and social distancing is is exactly what we need to do to curb the virus. And if we uh, can't do social distancing anyway, we should, I think, always be wearing masks. But to your point, the concept is that we all have fight, flight, or fear response, and isolation creates it even more. So I would love for us to be thinking about social regulation, which is really the basis of what we call the polyvagal theory where social regulation intervenes on fight, flight, or, or, or you know, flight, fight, flight, or uh, fear responses. They, 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 they totally intervene on it, and they get us out of our shutdown mode. So that means that people are isolating, our listeners, our caregivers. They need to be connecting. They need to be connecting. They need to be FaceTime with their loved ones. They need to be on online support groups. Uh, they need to be putting together Zoom sessions if they can do it. Social regulation is the key, the answer to our coming out of this isolating world and going down this dark hole of, I hate to say it, hell, damnation, and depression. When you watch how creative some folks have become uh, using Zoom and other platforms like that, uh, seeing musical performances, for example, where the performers are all in their own little apartments but somehow all come together via Zoom, it tells you what can be done. It really does. Just such such innovation happening now, and I'm hoping against hope we can use this as we go towards the cyber world more and more. So, uh, so we can add it to it. We don't have to. Be, it's not mutually exclusive. It's a great way to continue what we call social regulation and connection. And so, it's really critical if we're not connected, even in the time of, of COVID. Things are going to get much worse. That's what resilience is about. That's what positive psychology is about. It's about you know, building up this resilience and grit. And to your point, when you mentioned meditation, it, it, it allows us to, to be here now, to really calm ourselves in this moment, to, to, to go to what we call our temporal lobes, is what meditation does, or trauma reduction techniques do, and, and find ourselves that safety so we can connect with others. That's the critical piece. He's Dr. Jamie Heisman. I'm Ron Aaron. Tina Smith is filling in for Carol Zerniel today. You're listening to Take 10, and we're delighted to be with you today talking about an issue that uh, is so important uh, in light of COVID-19. I go through life, Jamie, where I, I, I live through movie trailer announcers, and I think of this line in the age and era of COVID-19. This will be remembered forever, Right. Forever, And I would rather it be, you know, for me, remembered as the time of resilience, the time when we put our lives together, the times with ethics and values, the times we connected with each other in a very community way, even if it's vis-a-vis cyber. I'd rather not be looked at as the darkness that, that we have, because I think we're going into this depression and isolation. Shows like this and programs like Tina Runs are the connective tissues and force that we need to keep connected to socially regulate. I'd love to see a positive thing come out of this. How about positive psychology, character, grit? How about that? Well, Tina, what are caregivers saying to you all through Caregiver SOS on air and through the uh, teleconnection? Are you hearing them talk about uh, depression? Are you hearing them uh, talk about their concerns for the future? 
We are. I mean, yes, I think a, a little bit of, of all of that. You know, when this when this first happened, uh, you know, our concern was, you know, are, are the caregivers, you know, because I can't meet in person with the support groups, and how are we going to reach those caregivers now that everybody's at home? We've been able to move our support groups and our stress testing classes and all of that virtual. And, and so we're able to connect with the, the caregivers. And um, at first it was on the phone. That's that's how they wanted to do it. But then they slowly started to want to meet on Zoom or, or WebEx because they wanted to see each other. They crave that. They crave the, the being able to connect again with others face-to-face in a sense. And this was as close as they were going to be able to get. And so, you know, they're they're doing that and they're, you know, uh, able to, to, to share all that they're going through, which is great. It's just we know that there's a lot more people out there that we haven't been able to connect with, and that's that's who we're worried about as well. You know, it's interesting. Uh, uh, my daughter, we were talking about daughters a little while ago, is uh, starting ballet today for the new semester. Uh, she's in second or third year ballet. It's being done on Zoom. So she does it from her bedroom at home, uh, and I've seen it in, in the spring. They did it uh, on Zoom as well, uh, and it's almost like being in class. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I think I watched my daughter do that with the mirror and uh, still no substitute for connection and social regulation. But, hey, you know, it's 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 a good thing. Well, we are flat out of time and I want to pick up on uh, this topic again down the road. Let's hope not too far. We need this thing to end. Enough with COVID-19. Dr. Jamie Heisman, thank you so much. Tina Smith, thank you. I'm Ron Aaron. For Carol Zernio, we thank you all for joining us right here on Take 10.